And I, I don't know. That's almost worse than than being James. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, it almost is. <laughs> Sorry, I meant in James's position. But I'd say affirmatively, James, it is worse. In James's position. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah. Thanks for phrasing that. <laughs> this should be a direct shot at me off the oh, gun, off the rip. Being James. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what? There's two things of being shit in this world. It's being a Packers fan, and they're like slightly behind that or above that. It's being James. It's existing yeah. as James. <laughs> thanks. Love you, buddy. Oh, man, that's a low bar. Oh, God. Fuck off. The band name is Soggy Pibbles. Name's Jimmy Pibbles. Supernova nuts. Jeez. Fucking sex dragon. The weather may win this game. Mother Nature. Bitch. Stop, fuckers. Uh, Sorry, I need a Carmelo bar. <laughs> that That's the opening we're going to decide to live and die by. Is, Sup, fuckers. I'm eating a Carmelo bar. <laughs> <laughs> Bad timing. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is going on? Welcome back to another episode of Garbage Time with Boda. With me today, I have James and Drew. What is going on, boys? James just muted himself, so Drew, you get to speak. I'm Drew. (laughs) Yes, you are. James. You guys missed missed an appearance of Brick Drew earlier in the show before, Uh, you know, we started? Well, you may make an appearance. We'll We'll reminisce if your camera doesn't decide to fix its pixel issue. Oh, no. That is intentional, bitch. Oh, all right. It's an effect. It's fucked on. Pixel, oh. Pixelated motherfucker. Yeah, pixel Drew. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of Drew's appearances today. Never end. Guys, we are two weeks removed from the Super Bowl, um, and we have lots and lots and lots of Super Bowl news and such. I didn't go. Oh, God Do damn. We? It didn't go live. Are you serious, James? I wasn't going to say it out loud, but no, it did not go live. Fuck. It should have worked. That's fine. Take the L. Move forward. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, we have um, some chat on the Kyler Murray news coming out of Arizona right now. Uh, free agency. And we're doing a live mock draft later for you guys. Kind of like a be a GM mode. Ooh. Very, very early stuff here. So let's dive right into it. We'll go to Kyler Murray. Um, I know Drew was itching to talk about this. Yeah, I I just think it's nice that there's another quarterback that has issues with this team. I had to, to pile on to Aaron Rodgers primarily and Russell Wilson. Um, but no, I Kyler Murray clearly made the strongest statement a couple weeks ago now, with or a week ago, with deleting everything off of his Instagram and all that jazz. Um, but now it's reported that they are on the same page, um, Murray and the Cardinals moving forward. So... We'll see how that looks throughout the season. Okay, this this is not working for me. <laughs> it keeps zooming in and out of frame. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> Love it. Gonna get someone. Not we're having great. We're having a technical dream tonight, boys. First IG, now Drew. All right, much better. Um, but yeah, so 
we're hearing that they're on the same page. It'll be interesting to see moving forward and throughout the season, the body language and everything from Murray and how much of the team's record is going to play into that. And I don't know, it's just going to be an interesting situation to monitor from, from my perspective. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel, I feel the same way. I just, how many more seasons of, you know, Cliff Kingsbury are we going to get where they're going to be good and then just absolutely shit the bed. Yep, that, that really is the question: is how long are they going to let that go on for? Because because really that that's the main that's reason why. Change. Yeah, that's the main reason why we're having this issue with Kyle, Kyler Murray is because of Cliff Kingsbury. Right. Damn! If only there was some super <laughs> handsome co-host that could have told you guys that. That's crazy. You're not. Are you going to me in case you're curious? Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. You have mentioned that before. I do recall. Once or twice or five million times. Fuck Cliff Kingsbury. I I don't understand how it hasn't come back on him yet. This whole thing. I also, I think I said this on here, thought that it was a Super Bowl ad, that this was all going to lead to being some Super Bowl ad with the Kyler Murray stuff. Turns out it was just real drama. And uh, somehow Cliff Kingsbury's name has stayed unstained through this whole thing. Yeah, I I think that this year is really going to be the year where... If nothing changes, then it is it has to fall on Kingsbury at that point. But no, he hasn't gotten any share of the flack so far, and I I think that may very well be a bad thing moving forward because I think it means that nothing is necessarily going to change. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no accountability for how their seasons have ended. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> Gotta love a franchise in turmoil. There's plenty of them. Oh, there's there's lots of them. <laughs> I mean, hey, including but not limited to your Green Bay Packers crew. Oh, you're damn right. Oh, that's gonna be fun to talk about. Well, let's uh, let's use that as our second. Yeah, might as well. I mean, I set that up. I I don't really think there's no there's no more to talk about Kyler Murray until we get more news. But no. I mean, if if they seem like they're on the same page, hopefully they're headed towards a a, a good season for them at least. But so, free agency. Green Bay. Gotta find a way to bring Devontae Adams back if you want any hope of Rodgers coming back, I would imagine. Um, Devondre Campbell is a piece that I think you have to sign. <laughs> you can't just let a pro bowler walk like that. Um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Or all pro, sorry. Whichever one he he was, um, he did good. He had a great season. Um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling is an important piece to keep, I think, as well. Um, Robert Tunyon, even though he was injured all season, is a piece that I think needs to stick around. He has been really the only solid tight end we've had since Jermichael Finley. Um, And fuck Kevin King. Kevin King can... (laughs) <laughs> Am I wrong that I, I think Robert Tunyon is one of those players that's been elevated by Aaron Rodgers' play? I don't I don't necessarily think he's like that good of a tight end. No, respect. and I, I agree, but there's a connection, and that's really all you need. Aaron Rodgers likes Robert Tunyon. I don't know what else there is to say. Because um, there have been plenty of other decent tight ends that haven't been elevated to that level of production. By Aaron Fair. Rodgers. So I, I think that, that says a lot for him when he's on the field, but he's got to be on the field. 
and he's got to be on the team. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We we know the Packers and their history with keeping people around. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all also also aren't in like the best spot cap wise either. Oh, I, I mean, we go through this every year, yeah. but you're gonna have to move a lot of shit around. Yeah, absolutely. in worst case scenario, in this whole thing. Is Aaron Rodgers retires because then that just furthers the whole fucking issue. Yes, no, a hundred percent. If Aaron Rodgers retires this year is a complete wash. You got to throw it into a full rebuild. I don't even think you hold on to Devontae Adams at that point. No, I think I think you. It would be hard to let him walk, but you're not gonna you're not gonna sign him and then deal him. It's not gonna happen. Um, Yikes. I don't know. I don't want to think about Jesus. that. <laughs> Drew's going through the many stages of grief right in front of your eyes. Yeah, I, I love how yeah. the past few off-seasons for you, Drew, has just been a fucking nightmare of, yeah. will Aaron Rodgers retire? Will Devontae Adams return? What will happen with Aaron Jones? Oh, Aaron Jones is back? Sure. Brian Gutekunst just fucking doing whatever he wants in the front office. It's horrifying for you, and I'm sorry. I mean, the first the first year of, of Goody was good. He went out and signed a whole bunch of very very solid players but now we're kind of feeling the effects of that we we are in some cap shit because of it and and you didn't win a title and none of it was spent on special teams very clearly (laughs) (laughs) Um, that sucks oh poor drew that 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 one's tough man that was tough Oh, God. Oh, it's, my God. Poor baby boy. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right, James. These last m- multiple off-seasons have been hell. <laughs> and the seasons haven't made anything much better. I'm not going to lie. No. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's not... All things considered, it's been an awful time to be a Packers fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The last, last six or seven years have been rough. <laughs> oh, thought it was bad being a Browns fan. It's just a it's different, different type of misery, bad. my guy. It's yeah. different, bad. <laughs> I feel like it's the pain of knowing you can never actually reach the top shelf. Right. What and, the fuck? And always being right there. I know what it means. Drew bought it. Drew I thought it was it. some joke about him being short. I'm like, Drew's like not Drew's short at me. all. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, well, you're the one who can't reach the top shelf. Bitch, I don't, don't insult Bruce reaching. What How about that? Off the gun. <laughs> I don't understand why are you guys ganging up on me. I was just making a metaphor. <laughs> Tall gangs stand together. Yes, Jesus. sir. Listen, I'm a short <laughs> king and I'm proud of it. All right, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Thank goodness Rob isn't here. We'd be we'd be hearing it. Oh my god, yeah, I know. <laughs> Napoleon complex. He's the true short king. <laughs> yeah, I know. Love Rob. Um, yeah, no, seriously though, it's like it, you're you're so close, but you can never get it. And I don't know. That's almost worse than than being James. Yeah, yeah. I, it almost is. <laughs> Sorry, I meant in James's position. But I'd say affirmatively, James, it is in James's position. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah. Thanks for phrasing that. <laughs> this should be a direct shot at me off the gun, off the rip. Being James. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what? There's two things of being shit in this world. It's being a Packers fan, and they're like slightly behind that or above that. It's being James. It's existing yeah. as James. <laughs> Thanks. Love you, buddy. Oh, man, that's a low bar. 
god. Fuck off. My <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right, um, so now that I've vented my woes about free agency, what what are your teams looking like, boys? I'm gonna go to James. <laughs> Why? Oh, I don't oh, know. I feel like, like I should make up for that. I don't know. I guess. I mean, the biggest storyline coming for us is gonna be the Jarvis Landry drama, right? It's the uh, I'm leaving it in their hands. They haven't really talked to me. He's going 13 something ridiculous. Like he's double digits against the cap this year. And with the production he's had, which you can attribute some of that to Baker, but with the production he's had, regardless, I don't know if you can necessarily keep him along. And he might be one of those dudes who ends up as a cap casualty. I'm going to say more than might. And I'll talk about this another point. I think he's going to become a cap casualty. Jarvis Landry is going to hit the free agent market. I, I agree completely. It sucks. I love Jarvis. He's been a great thing for the rebuild of the Browns, but 13 million is a huge number for a dude at his age. That's producing wide receiver two numbers. That's not even that. He had five hundred yards. Yeah, it, yeah. No, you. That's you mm-hmm. can't afford to keep someone like that around at this point in your your franchises. Mm-hmm. It's tragic. I hate to see it, but here we are. Right. Great. Yeah. Other, other I mean, than that, you got some. You got some good young pass catchers over there. They'll be able to step up. I think. Yeah, and we're in a position we can get some other people too. I mean, if right. we lose Jarvis, we can maybe make a play for a Gallup. Um, I, I pray we don't cash. I mean, it would be nice to have Devontae, but I pray we don't cash out that much to get Devontae. Um, Robinson, potentially. Allen Robinson would be the priority. I think he's going to end up. Dude had, okay, dude had one year <laughs> in his entire career. He made Christian Hackenberg have a fucking NFL mm-hmm. career at Penn State. And he had one year where he was like bad, like objectively bad. Wasn't that his first season? I mean, I'm talking about like this previous year. His first season was fine, it was average yeah. at best. But like he made Blake Bortles look good, Christian Hackenberg look good, like mm-hmm. countless quarterbacks. And one year is going to make it to the NFL has a bad taste in their mouth. And this dude's going to take a deal way lower than he should. And if that's the case, Feed me Allen Robinson. <laughs> yeah. I would, would love Al- I would love Allen Robinson on the Patriots. That's I would another kill for that. connection. Kill for that. Be stellar. Be amazing. Or you could just do a Brandon Cooks trade again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want him back. back. God damn it. Is that the theme of the next 10 years of the Patriots? Is they're just going to keep taking back players they traded away? Trent Brown? I guess. I mean, Kyle Van Oy. Uh, keep going down the list. Strategy. Jamie Collins. Jamie Collins. Chandler Jones rumored to be coming back to the team at some point. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, I would take him. He leads the sacks. He, he leads the NFL in sacks in the last five years. I mean, so. Yeah, no, I mean. <laughs> would I, would I not want that? that? I mean, come on. You do want someone who leads in the stats. I, I, yes. I, I, no, no, in the sacks, James. In get it right. Sack. No, I know. I'm just saying, in general, you want people who lead in the stats. Right. Yeah, that's that's the, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us well, analyzing shit. I know, right? Um, <laughs> this is why deepest. you come here. This is the in-depth shit you've been missing, boys. Oh, yeah. Stats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he does the good stats. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I would like that. Very much. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, cool. Are you done with the Browns? <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, if you yeah, were, like, good. Had, no, talk about what you need. Like, you like the defensive side of the ball or whatever. No, I mean a couple safeties. Ronnie Ronnie Harrison's going to hit free agency probably. I hope we re-sign him. He's young enough and he has the ability. No one, no one else really substantial that I can think of off the top of my head. Maybe bringing Clowney back, but I don't want to cash out for him either. I'd rather get someone in the second round of the draft and fucking pair him up with Garrett. Yeah, I, I, I think that Clowney is almost overkill with the amount that you'd have to to dish out to keep him there. Mm-hmm. You, you don't need two edge rushers of that caliber, and I think it's a much better idea to bring in someone young and build that way as opposed to just keeping Jadavian Clowney around for stupid amounts of money. Yeah, and not to mention we do have to rebuild the interior, which is a rough year for free agency and the draft to do that because Malik McDowell fucking... I think he got naked, but he definitely assaulted a cop. And um, <laughs> I can't think of who the other so um, McDowell, the other defensive tackle was. It was fine, but he was old. And he kind of showed that towards the end of the year. He just didn't have the longevity. Mm-hmm. Johnson? Malik something. I don't remember. Malik I'll Turner? figure it out. Nah. I feel like I should know this. I just don't. Oh, well. Life goes on. Malik McDowell definitely in criminal trouble, though. <laughs> legal issues oh Malik he was oh, Malik. <laughs> I can't remember if he was naked or if he just punched a cop but it might have been the cop <laughs> either way like not it's, great it's like, I feel like it's a very big spectrum either way not great yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright I'll get back I to mean, that talk about the Patriots naked Malik McDowell <laughs> attack a Bauer deputy cop there we go he there was we go. Oh, that was there it is. wow alright naked all assault right. baby <laughs> Wow, that's a new one for me. You've never been assaulted while naked? No, I think not once. One the assaulter was naked. Mm. No, no, he was. Oh yeah, fair. No, Malik <laughs> McDowell, ass naked, assaulting a cop. Guess what? Now we have to fill that to not gap that I realize now is never mind. We're gonna move forward. Talk about what? the Patriots, please. Talk about the Patriots. Definitely. All right. Um. That. Yeah. Let's let's move on to <laughs> our neck of the woods over here. Uh, I mean, talk about spots you got to fill in the Patriots wide receivers right now. Uh, get the fuck, get get Nelson Aguilar out the fuck out of here. Get him out. Get him out. Was that what was that? Ryan Leaf. Yeah, big fan. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, so he he heard the Ryan Leaf heard criminal charges and he was like, "Yo, I'm there." <laughs> oh my god. Where do I sign? <laughs> oh my god oh, fuck um yeah can someone please take nelson aguilar drew you can have him i don't <laughs> want him take him <laughs> we, no yeah you're taking nelson aguilar i am not do i, I I'm, gonna, have no I'm gonna i'm gonna call up, i'm gonna call up bill we're gonna get the paperwork signed all right <laughs> right now yeah i'll take tay off your hands for you for free. um don't worry yeah about it. no nelson aguilar for Devonte adams is not ever that seems like a true yeah, one for one to me, Drew. I don't listen, know. Listen, listen. It's not. It's not Nelson Aguilar for Devontae Adams. It's Nelson Aguilar in future considerations. Oh yes. Devontae okay. Adams. Deal. Done. Seventh round pick. Conditional seventh round pick. Start actually, it's Aaron, actually Aaron, go somewhere else. Let's go. <laughs> no, Drew. It's just a five dollar foot long meal from Subway. Just a five dollar. I'd still deal. Honestly, it's a pretty good deal. Um, like no, seriously, Nelson Aguilar needs to. Go. I mean, 
what, $8.5 million to do what he did this season? Are you fucking kidding me? Not Garbage. Garbage. Um, as far as the other wide receivers go, I'm meh about Gunner. Uh, I mean, for special teams, I get it, but having someone that can't even have solid reps in a wide receiver room that is led by Jacoby Myers is kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, he should definitely be seeing a little bit more snap time yeah. for sure. You know who they should go out and get that they did have was Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios Good. can fill that role and be the little shifty slot guy that they were missing. Christian Kirk. I Oh, I saw that name. Are you kidding me? I saw that name while I was shopping the other day, and I was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I think that would, I would be. Lo- Grocery uh, shopping? How else? Oh, I, I thought you were shopping? like, I thought you were like, you're talking about like looking at prospects. Like, All right, come on. <laughs> what? Zach is secretly a Patriot scout. Oh, 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 gotcha. Yeah, I was online looking at prospects. No. Um, yeah, I saw the name Christian Kirk pop up. That I would love that. Yes. Christian Kirk would be um, solid. Can I be honest? I mean, it's kind of tough. I mean, because he was slated as their slot receiver, slot receiver as well. But would would he benefit more from going to the outside if they move? If the, he does come to the Patriots, I what, think. Like well, I think that he works Almost well. Any, I think he works well as a piece that kind of moves around. He's a very versatile inside outside receiver. All right. And I think that that works perfectly with how you guys like to run offense and exactly your team in general. I, I, don't yeah. I guess but I, I still feel like that's just putting a bandaid over a bullet hole that like Christian Kirk doesn't fix the fact that you still need a wide receiver one. He's a no, very good. wide receiver. That's true. I'm just saying, you know, he's, he's coming off a, a pretty okay season. He's had okay seasons the past couple seasons with Arizona. Like, you know, a guy like that, he's still on the younger side. He offers a lot on the table. Like Drew is saying, you know, he can line up anywhere on the field. Um, you know, Belichick loves those kinds of players. I mean, especially if you can get out of the wide receiver position. Yeah, I, I think which Christian is Kirk which is an area he lacks in recruiting talent for, whether it be the draft or trading. And Again, look at who you Randy have Moss. playing quarterback. Sure. Look at your quarterback. You have Mac right. Jones. You would benefit greatly from not even necessarily having a true number one receiver. But having a wide receiver core where wherever you end up deciding to throw the ball, it's someone reliable. It's someone that you can trust. It's someone that's going to make a, the right play. And I think Christian Kirk provides that. And the page, you know, honestly, the Patriots have always operated well when their wide receiver one has been their tight end. That's also true. Who was who was okay. um, Mac Jones's favorite? Oh, don't don't go there. Who was Mac? No, I'm, I'm I'm listening oh. to you, motherfucker. Oh, right. oh my god! <laughs> Short King, stay that. down. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Short King got to protect his turf. Um, I know, right? I'm like I'm vicious tonight. Um, no, but seriously, who was Mac Jones' favorite target last season? Hunter Henry. Hunter, Hunter Henry. Exactly. If you if you surround Hunter Henry and Mac Jones with a better supporting cast like Christian Kirk, um, you know you don't have to go out and get a guy like Allen Robinson. You don't have to go out and get a guy like. Uh, Devontae Adams. Um, I mean, obviously having Robinson would be amazing. But if he's too much, you you can you can go out and get other proven guys. Nelson Aguilar, great experiment, didn't work out. You know, he at all. But, you know, taking a flyer out on that guy one year, whatever. Um, Worst things have happened. Yeah. I mean, and and quite honestly, 
what I saw to Nikhil Harry this year with Mac Jones, if he is consistent and works on it this offseason, I think he could be pretty good. Stop. <laughs> Shut up. We've been down that road before. Yeah, I know. That's me being sarcastic. No, I, I he still needs to get off the team. Any glimmer of hope he had, he, I lost for him in the second season. Okay, um, yeah. I, I just I don't understand why they keep giving him chances. Woeful inconsistency. I know. He he has the he has the skills to be a big ball wide receiver, but he can't. What, James? I'm not fucking treading here. <laughs> judging us. Yeah, he's he's judging us. I'm just thinking. Judging. Judging. I'm in chewing your chewing your whiskey ice cubes. Uh it was tequila. Oh, sorry. My bad. Was it gold? Uh no, it was it was silver. Technically it was mezcal, but you know. Oh. Get that that worm, baby. Uh, I don't know. This is the defensive side of the ball is tough. I mean, where you know, where are their glaring needs? Right now, obviously, it's cornerback. JC Jackson may or may not come back. We don't know. Who who would they go out and get to sign? That was my that, point. I don't that, know if you saw that when I posted, but I didn't see it. Who who is so, the guy that they could go out and get? Like because Jalen Mills was a below average cover cornerback last year in all facets so, you know, of the of the meaning of cover. So I posted this on TikTok. It was like, if you're not gonna re-sign a guy, there's like a flow chart, right? And it's like, all right, so there's clearly someone better behind him, right? And it's like, no, there there there's not. So that goes back to all right, then I guess we're re-signing fucking JC Jackson. It's like, wait, 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 hold on. That means there's someone better than him in free agency. And it's like well, no, because he's also the best cornerback available in free agency. And if you get rid of him, you're going to be paying J.C. Jackson money for a dude who's not as good. Yeah, I don't think you have a choice. You have to keep J.C. Jackson. Yeah. You have to. I want to keep J.C. Jackson. I think they should pay him sure. the money. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about not? Uh, no, I haven't gotten that far in my thought process, James. <laughs> I have not an up. option. No, it's not. Not an option. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen. I, you know, they they had issues last last year with the money, and you know, he stayed and played, and they they worked out a deal somehow. Um, but I mean, are they are they going to franchise tag him again? I think you have to just to get the deal done. I, I think you have yeah. to move around. I think Chasey Jackson should be the priority. And unfortunately, that might mean Jacoby takes the fucking short end of the stick there. But Chasey Jackson's the more valuable player. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. He is, is going to be an honest-to-God cornerstone of a defense for a long time. And you want it to be the Patriots defense, let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. It's also a thing that like Patriots cornerbacks or quarterbacks on the Patriots are more valuable than on any other team. Like that, that cornerback one um, in like a Belichick defense is insanely valuable. That's why you guys went out and got Revis. That's why you went out and you got fucking, um, Gilmore. Tlaib. Yeah. Tlaib for a bit. And then that's yeah, why Malcolm Butler looked good for a fucking a year, but mm-hmm. <laughs> like, or Stefan Gilmore, you cashed out for him too. And all of them worked, but you needed that stud corner. And J.C. Jackson is that stud corner. 
there's no reason to let him walk and try to figure it out with a Sean Wade or a um, fucking Jalen Mills or fucking whoever else is back there. And beyond that, fucking replacing the linebacking core with some young people because you need to live. You need to fucking. We yeah. need speed. We need oh. speed and lateral movement in that fucking linebacking core ASAP. Yeah. Juan Bentley ain't it. Dante Hightower looks slow as fuck. Old. Not going to cut it. Not going to. He's got the old build of a linebacker, like some big fucking dude who's going to charge through. But, like, that's not what linebackers are anymore. Linebackers are looking a lot more, not to toot, like, my own team's horn, but looking a lot more like JOK and fucking Zaven Collins and fucking Micah Parsons. Like, they're athletic freaks, leaner, and they're meant to just explode through and fucking wreck your whole game plan. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, 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 the the difference the difference is is phenomenal. You're yeah. phenomenal, and you need to get with the sensation on that one. Do it, Zach. Side sidebar: um, someone offered me a slice of cheesecake, and it opened up a memory in my brain from the time that Future had the interview and talked about cheesecake. You remember that? No, we don't remember that. No. I don't think the Patriots would get a wide receiver one. The ball enough justify get. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, Ryan Leaf says I don't think the Patriots would get a wide receiver one. The ball enough to justify getting one. Yeah, but how do you really prove that if you don't have that asset? Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of to what I was saying is I think Mac Jones is a much better quarterback when he spreads the ball out and mm-hmm. having supporting receivers as opposed to one stud receiver and neglecting the rest of the supporting cast is going to be a much better road to go down for Mac Jones and his development of a quarterback, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that's, you know, again, that's what we were talking about earlier. So, yeah, I I mean, again, guy like Christian Kirk would be much better served in Patriots offense than getting Devontae Adams or, I guess even Allen Robinson, even though I would really like Allen Robinson. By the way, good point. Good point, Ryan Leaf. Appreciate you chiming in. Thank you. I didn't know they had computers in jail. <laughs> what? Are we ready to I don't know. What am I supposed to do with that? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, let's do this. We, we can talk about full, full-scale free agency. Obviously, we talked about Devontae Adams a little bit, but who are some other big name free agents that we are looking into where they could possibly end up in trades? Christian Kirk. Uh, free agent wise. I actually don't think there's going to be as much movement as we think. I don't, I think like people look at the wide receivers and like, yeah, like Mike Williams off a career year. Mike Williams is staying in LA. Um, Michael Gallup, I'm sure is going to stay in Dallas. Although I would love him to move on. Godwin, I think, will move. I just don't know where. I could see him becoming a Patriot, but you guys would have to move a lot to get him. I think the biggest, the most interesting thing we're looking at this offseason is what's going to happen with Carson Wentz again. I mean, beyond Aaron Rodgers, obviously. That is yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the number one most important story. And if Devontae Adams does become a cab casualty, I think 1A, 1B, um, but I mean, yeah. Where the fuck are they going to put Carson Wentz this time? I don't think he belongs in the National Football League as a starting quarterback, anyways. Canada, 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 Canada. USFL, dude. USFL. I'll tell you, he's miles better than Shea Patterson. Ooh, I like yeah. Shea Patterson. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Well, um, oh man, I heard parts of that draft the other day. I heard some names. So I was like, oh my god. I actually, I was dead ass about to watch it, and it, it wasn't even televised. They were like posting the picks on their. I, I heard, I heard it somewhere. I don't know whether it was on TV or on on the radio or not something. TV. I heard it somewhere. Yeah, the article like, I read was so sarcastic about yeah they're not televising it lol I was like okay <laughs> that's a good start for this league uh, nice <laughs> it's good have to wait for the XFL it's the same thing. we're really we're really doing this again we're trying again same thing. yeah but now okay. we got two off season brands of football we're ready yeah we had that before. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it? That? All I know is that if I don't get some fucking PJ Walker in my goddamn life in the next three months, I'm gonna be so mad. PJ Walker is not gonna pan out. I wanted him to. I wanted PJ Walker to pan out. He's not gonna be that guy. That was one of my takes this year that PJ Walker was gonna take over for that team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want I mean, to laugh at that in like perspective of the Cole McDonald <laughs> thing, but at least he took the field. He <laughs> did. He did. He did. Make a couple of fucking preseason. <laughs> Not only that, I mean, he played on the same level as Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, and whoever the else fucking started for them that season. I think that was. It. I can't think of who the other one. I think there was one more. There was there. one other guy. I forget. I want to say it was Will Greer, but it wasn't. He's in Dallas. Um, no, Will Greer, some older guy. I don't fucking know. But anyway, all right, cool. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> all right, no one do anything. Po- keep the podcast rolling while we try to figure out who was the other starting quarterback. Panthers <laughs> this year. Um, but- <laughs> God damn it, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. You guys need to reel me back in. I don't know. Free agency is going to be fun, but there's still yeah. like it's a lot like the draft. Like what you're looking at in the draft parallels what you're looking at in free agency, where all the talent are kind of within like a couple positions and everything else is meh. Mm-hmm. meh. Like Jameis Winston's the most prolific quarterback free agent this offseason. Oh, God. Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Arguably, I guess, but that that's your one and two is Mariota and Winston. Hey, we've heard that before. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I no, no one ever thought it would be in this context again, but yeah, no. here we are. No. no. I feel like a lot of people had had that at Winston after the crab legs, but all right. What can we can we hop into this mock draft? Mock draft. Mock yeah, draft. Right, let's do it. Mock draft. No other, no other free agency takes you want to talk about. That's it. Mock draft. Not really. Yeah, whatever. Okay. I'm draft. just ready. I'm ready get to get fucking up. slammed. I'm ready to get slammed. All right, let's do this. All right, this. ladies and gentlemen, um, welcome to Boda's first ever live mock draft. Woo! James will be. He'll be joined by me, El Saki Boy, and Jan- and Jesus, Andrew. <laughs> I'll be joined by Jesus. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Yeah, he's right he's in between us. He's right in between us. Look at that man right there. Jesus, show me your sandals. All right. So, all right. We got it. We got all picks on. We're doing one round. This is the Boda first draft. Now, gentlemen, I want to ask you what you would be doing no. with this first pick if you were Jacksonville. 
There's only one correct answer, James. There is only one correct answer, and that is and I am... protect Trevor Lawrence. My God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to go offensive line here. Yeah, I was gonna say the the, the 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 name that comes up in my mind is Evan Neal. I I would agree. I don't want to fucking make trades. Start the draft. Trade. 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 All right. Trade. So you're saying we're gonna go Evan Neal, the big fucking tackle out oh, there he is, out of Alabama. Phenomenal pick. And uh, the thing about that, when you look at it too, which I, I didn't realize this is not my take. I'll say that off the gun. Uh, you should be going, if you're in a position like Jacksonville, you should be going line early because the there's like top heavy before you get to like the 50 uh, talented edge rushers. So it's not like you have to go for a Hutchinson here or um, fucking Thibodeau or whatever. Like there's there's the talent that's around them. Like there's plenty of edge depth. So get the guy to protect your future Sorry, your number one asset in Trevor Lawrence. So, Evan Neal goes off the board at one. Number two, we're talking loins. Loins. What are we what, feeling what here, boys? You know Keep Aiden Hutchinson uh, in Michigan. Kyle Hamilton, who I think is the only certified generational prospect in this draft. Derek Stingley, who is following a very like Tredavious White type of path to the NFL. Thibodeau, who's been slipping down boards. We could see Charles Cross get some more protection. Ika McKawanu out of North Carolina State is another monster. I personally, I think, I, I think the Lions go best available here and, and go with Aiden Hutchinson. Agreed. I, think, I, I tend to agree with you, Drew, but I want to hear if you have anything else to say about it. I just think that they need playmakers on defense and <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> that is an understatement. They, they've so tried to do that in the, in the cornerback position and it has failed. Yes. Oh, we, so. We've tried. We've Jeff tried Okuda. with Jeff Okuda. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know why I'm saying we, but they've tried with oh, Jeff we Okuda. Yeah. We drafted and all those players. I think Aiden Hutchinson has a nose for the quarterback. He knows where he is. Haha. <laughs> um, he's just explosive. He's in my opinion, the best available rusher and a, a good fit for Detroit, honestly. Zach, I don't know if you have any thoughts about Aiden, but I'll give you a little bit of like the college and like what scouts are saying about him from what I've heard. I'll give you the floor before before I say anything, though. Defense. So Aiden Hutchinson's one of those dudes who's always been like a workhorse through any year he's been at Michigan. He's put on the weight. He's done everything he's had to do to get to this position. So you like seeing that drive from an edge rusher. I will say uh, what I've noticed is if you're talking about the top two edge rushers in this class and we've been spoiled with all these elite, and I don't want to be repetitive, so I'm going to say all these elite edge rushers of recent. Uh, when you're looking at Thibodeau and Hutchinson, both of them have had great years in college and stellar, stellar years in college. But I'm not going to put them on the same pedestal as I'm going to put a Young or a Garrett or the Bosa's. Like they had fully productive college careers. These guys have had two years, two, maybe three years of like really good fucking play as an edge rusher. So. Expect that you're getting a great player. Don't expect necessarily off the gun that you're getting a Chase Young, a Miles Garrett, or a Nick or Joey. Now, 
I think this is hilarious that PFF did this. Texans on the clock needs every position. <laughs> is there a way it's to draft not wrong? Every- it's not I, wrong. That oh, is the dude. greatest thing I have ever seen. Is there a way to hit draft all? <laughs> Just every single one. Oh uh, my god. I mean, I don't know. You don't have a quarterback that you want to pick up at this spot, so why not go back to the defensive side of the ball? Uh, I I would either I, I would say they either go for a stalwart corner or they go cave on there. Really? So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I think Derek Stingley's a stud. Cave on Thibodeau is a stud too. Like I said, I've already said my piece on edge rushers. Uh, personally. I love Kyle Hamilton. I've talked about Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton plays like a diet Sean Taylor, and that's fucking sick. Kyle Hamilton's the move here. If if the Texans don't trade, which I'm assuming we're not going to fuck with, and this is a little mock draft. Of yeah, us. we're just going to leave it as is. I think I mean, Kyle he, Hamilton he is good, though. <sighs> he could be, he could be spicy. Zach, we're going to be here until eleven already. <laughs> fuck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Kyle Hamilton would right. shore up the back end of that defense, at least from right. a safety center field position. Now let's talk a little bit of the New York Jets because they're in a good like position. They're a young team building. It is, but I mean, expect them to get more assets throughout this draft. They could, they could make a good impact with the pieces they have. Anyway. I accidentally opened the Derek Stingley Jets. That's cool. Um, so we're looking at the Jets. We're looking at Are they all looking once again. Up huh? They're all kind of oh, like yeah, looking up. Yeah, he's, he's looking like over here. Everyone, uh, yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau is kind of getting that too a little bit. Charles Cross. Yeah, a little bit. Up. Yeah, he's like, so, where's the camera again? <laughs> my, <laughs> my priorities, even though it doesn't list it here, I know a lot of Jets fans would love to get a tackle at this position. But you you have the choice with this. You have the four, and then you have the ten. I, I would like to see a split go defense offense. Uh, mm-hmm. You could just solidify two positions in your defense, or you could solidify two positions in your offense and go get like a cross or an Aquanu, and then go down and get like Garrett Wilson or fucking Jameson Williams or Drake London. There he is. Um, you could get that receiver to really give Zach Weapon a legitimate we- like. Give Zach weapon. Zach weapon. Give Zach Wilson a legitimate weapon coming. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys go and say your piece on what you think is gonna happen here. I think I I think you can go like you said either one of two ways right here. Um, you either take an offensive lineman or you go defense, and I personally would go defense here. I think the Jets are sorely hurting at uh, DB. And I think you either go Stingley or Sauce Gardner. Um, Ooh. Where is he? Mr. Mr. Uh, never allowed a touchdown, a thousand snaps. Sauce mm-hmm. Gardner. Love that. So I, I don't think you can go wrong with either of those picks at corner or you do go Kwan Wu. Um, well, so at- that's the question, right? If, if you are, if you're sold on, the other pick, would you pick a tackle at this spot then? What do you mean? 
like he's saying if you're if what well, I think what Zach is saying like like if, if you're, you're sold, if you're like, if you're not sold on Derek Stingley but you're sold a little bit later on a Sauce Gardner why mm-hmm. wouldn't you get a tackle here and solidify that while you certifiably exactly. have your choice you can, of you could you could totally get both I mean I I personally would go offense defense here because the Jets need a lot of help so <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quick shout out before we make this pick. Thank you to the Stump Podcast, guys. You guys are awesome. Appreciate you on Instagram. And Pete, thank you for shouting us out on Instagram as well. I appreciate you both. Thank you. Big preach. Yes. Big preach. You got you got a podcast shout out. Look at that. So what, what's the play here, boys? What are you thinking? I'm thinking <clears throat> I think we go, go down Charles Cross. They get a tackle. Then come pick number 10. If he's still available, Gardner. Wow. All right. right. So we're going to go Charles Cross on board first. I like a Quanu. Oh, yeah. A little debate finally. All right. Number four, we're between Charles Cross and Ika McQuanu. I think there's a little bit more potential for versatility with a Quanu. I think that he needs work in his his passing game for sure. Um, But good Lord, if. If necessary, you could absolutely move him over a spot and just have a phenomenal run blocking guard. Yeah. So he's a big body too. Dude's a built like a monster. Mm-hmm. Personally, I will say I would go with Quanu here, but you're not gonna go wrong with either of them. Charles Cross right. is a phenomenal pass blocking tackle. Iquanu is too. He just needs a little work on his side to side. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not sold in either. So I, I would just go with the, the hot hand in, in the room being so, yeah well i'm gonna say we go with the consensus singing seeing that both of us want a Quanu. fuck you mm-hmm. short king ika McQuanu gets picked now we are at the new york giants and they have their pick uh they need a guard they need a center they need edge they need linebacker i could still see them needing some defensive back help after free agency more likely than not they're gonna lose somebody like a logan thomas um just cap casualties once again so you're looking at it again. You have Karloftis, you've got Cross, you've got Thibodeau, you've got Stingley. Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker. Always an option. Where the hell is Trayvon Walker on that list? <laughs> <laughs> there he is. There we go. Trayvon Walker. Um, I, I just didn't expect that. Trayvon Walker is good. He's really good. I, <laughs> I just didn't expect that. You caught me off guard there, Drew. I kind of <laughs> forgot that. About right? Okay. So Drew's going to go with the sleeper pick, reach a little bit, and get Trayvon I'm, I'm Walker. Not saying, I'm not saying that's who I want to go with. I'm saying that that's an option to add to your pool of, of edge defenders that we're talking about. Right. Well, well, that's the thing. We could go We could go, We could could go. go best available in Kmon because we have a pick in two, in two spots. So... I, I don't mean, like yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau as a fit for the Giants. I think that there's a little bit of an issue there effort-wise, and it, I don't think he's exactly what the Giants need right now. Um, talent-wise, I think that he is the best available, but I think the Giants need someone that's going to be a little bit more dependable and out there given 127% every play because, good Lord, the Giants need it. Um, that being said, I don't know. It's tough. 
I I like Karloftis a lot. I really do. Mm. Uh, James, what do you think? I mean, personally here, I'm still looking at Derek Stingley and thinking that's realistically something they could use. Uh, I, I, I would say securing that offensive line, uh, they're going to have another bit of movement there too. Their, their line's only getting older, putting someone young in there like Charles Cross and maybe being able to move another asset from picks later. Well, could only forget, be good they pick. have a pick <laughs> two picks later. So right. Have, no, for yeah, sure. So like, play here. like assuming they don't take Charles Cross, like the options there, I'm right. going to say, my personal preference is I would go with the best available and go Derek Stingley. I'd, I think Derek Stingley's gotten a bad rap. I think he's been one of those dudes who's protecting his career in college. And I think he's going to be a phenomenal corner in the league. And it's something they could use even if they don't acknowledge it right now. Meaning yep, this. I'm with it. I'd go best available at this point. All right, Derek Stingley off the board. Now, I have an interesting choice for this one, but Carolina needs a quarterback, an offensive line, and a linebacker. Gentlemen, the entire offensive line needs help. Tyler Linderbaum comes from a fucking offensive line factory in Iowa. Uh, Who else we got? Cross is still on the board, which once again, like we talked about, could be stolen, could make a move there. Devin Lloyd is a phenomenal. Bernard Raymond is a fucking giant who I think was in the military in whatever country he's from. Belgium, maybe. Uh, they realistically, they can do whatever they want. Nicobe Dean, two you passed. Nicobe Dean, I didn't even think of that. Nicobe Dean, a linebacker out of Georgia. Phenomenal player. Great athlete. Fits that build we were talking about earlier. Devin Lloyd, same thing. Fits the build. What are we feeling, guys? Let's fix the or fuck. Let's fix the. I I think this is another situation in which you have to look at the offensive line first. There are just so many holes in that line, and that really hindered anyone that tried to play quarterback for the Panthers last year. So I, I think that has to be your number one priority. Um, that being said, I think center and tackle are probably your most important positions to look at. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's think... tough. It's tough. Ah, offensive line talent at the, oh, that's not what I'm suggesting. The <laughs> offensive line talent at the top is very good. It is. Even when but... later too, but deep O line. Mm-hmm. I'd probably for them go best available at at offensive line Charles Cross. Yeah, I think okay. you go Cross or Linderbaum here. So I guess I'll give you Cross. Honestly, my pick would be going down and getting your quarterback and going for a Sam Howell. Um, Sam Howell plays a very interesting style of football where he's like kind of plays like Cam Newton, but a little more like a fullback when he runs. It's very odd. He's not afraid to dip his shoulder, which is scary. Which honestly might work with whatever Matt Rule's trying to cook up over there. But we're going to protect him. We're going to go Charles Cross. We're going to play it safe. And we talked ourselves into already stealing the pick we talked about at seven in Charles Cross. So what are we going to do now? Edge is still on, or Thibodeau is still on the board for Edge. They need guard, center, and linebacker. So realistically, they can go Tibbs. Mm. I mean, you can go Linderbaum. You can I would either go, go Linderbaum or Carl Loftus on that. Whoa, Tim's slipping a bit. All right. Linderbaum's a phenomenal player. 
Just saying. I like Linderbaum for this this situation here. Another another team that needs to shore up anyone that's going to be a quarterback because we know it's not going to be fucking Daniel Jones for long. Linderbaum. Uh, Linderbaum's the move. All right. We are close to getting out of the top 10. We are with the Atlanta Falcons right, right now. Wide receiver, especially with the potential departure of Calvin Ridley, a guard, a center, some defensive line help. They just let go of Grady Jarrett, I believe. And they need cornerback help to pair with AJ Terrell. Uh, I think this is another spot where we see Kayvon Thibodeau slip down a little bit more, especially with people like Karloff, this McDuffie, Gardner kind of sitting there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Like, it, you know, you get get rid of a guy like Grady Jarrett. Do they do they make the play? Do they go with the best talent available here? And I don't know. My gut, my gut would be telling me yes. They they go for the best talent here. They don't they don't go for a positional need. It's the Falcons. I mean, they. They make stupid moves all the time. Not that it would be a stupid move to get talent like Kayvon Thibodeau, but. So you're saying we're going to go Tibbs on the edge, huh? I think, I think, I think it's the wrong move. I don't think it's the wrong move. Um, with Matt Ryan's impending departure and while he's there, he's going to be on the ground a lot with that offensive line. So again, I think it's, this is a team that should be looking at that, but. I don't know. I, I think Kayvon Thibodeau is a perfectly fine pick here because, like we said, they need help on the outside as well. Um, All right. I kind of like yeah. that, actually. I, I like Tibbs. I like Tibbs in Atlanta. All yeah, right. I, I can see Thibodeau that. is finally off the board. Someone we talked uh, early in the season, college football, we talked about being the number one overall pick is now pick eight. Still top ten. Slipping, though. So, we're on to Denver. Expect them to probably – not have this pick if, if sorry drew the rogers thing goes through but they we'll need see. quarterback they need edge they need linebacker they need corner back <clears throat> and right now they kind of got their pick of whatever they want again i mean trent mcduffie sitting there sauce gardner still alive sitting uh obviously what are we talking about george Karloftis is still there that's my pick right there george george Karloftis, yes sir uh i say they go they go qb here Really? We start going. All right. So this is an interesting point um, that people talk about or talk about enough is where quarterback starts translating. And to me, it kind of it, it kind of starts figuring out like right around here, like in the 15 range is like where I would be comfortable starting to take a quarterback. There's nothing wrong, though. If if Denver sees a guy they want, if they think Sam Howell, Willis or Ritter Corral are going to be their guy, why not go get him? I don't think that they do, though. That's the problem. I don't think that Denver sees what they like in a quarterback in any of those guys. Okay. Yes, because there's no stereotype of Denver quarterbacks in the last however many years, Drew. <laughs> and which one of those guys fits the stereotype, Zach? Can you pick it? We're going to go pick it? You're gonna go Kenny Pickett now. That's the only. That's the only one that fits the bill. Kenny with that, the tiny hands. Man, I. You can wait on Kenny Pickett. You can wait. On Kenny Pickett. I. I am. I'm not picking. My. My position here is not picking the best player available for the team, as they're not my team. I'm picking like the actual team would pick on draft day, and unfortunately, the Denver Broncos would make a move like this. 
I think that the Denver Broncos are a very defensive-minded team, and I think George Karloff is, is absolutely the pick. I don't, I don't hate what either of you are saying. Honestly, I, I don't hate what Zach is saying, though. All right, boys, we're going to flip a cap. Open All side, right, yeah. we're going to go Karloftis. Close, right we're here. going to it. It is closed. I think I said that was Pickett, right? Sure. It's a reach, baby. All right. It's not that much of a reach. Let's be fair. Kenny Pickett, first quarterback off the board. We're back to the Jets. And I know we talked about this earlier with the uh, Ika McQuanu pick. Do we go double down on the offensive side of the ball? No, I think you go best available uh, DB here. This is where you take sauce. Sauce? This is where we're going to go sauce. sauce, dude. All right, let's go sauce then. Let's get sauce. Sauce Gardner going to Seattle. Uh, nope, sorry. To <laughs> yes, I literally no, read this part and I was like, Seattle. Yeah, so that would have been nice if they had a pick. But um, now we're on to Washington. Washington needs a quarterback, some linebacker help, and a safety. They would have loved, loved if Kyle Hamilton fell that far, but I doubt he oh, yeah. will. So, Washington, we're looking at McDuffie. We're looking at the quarterbacks. They've been apparently infatuated with Malik Willis, which could be a smokescreen. A linebacker, you can get a Devin Lloyd here because fucking what's-his-face didn't pan out last year, and I can't think of his name. Jammin. Mm, Jammin Davis. There it is, Kentucky. Turkey. Turkey. So, gentlemen, I'll leave this to you. Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is an interesting one here. I'm going to say um, go. I like Devin Lloyd here. I'm just going to just going to say that. Devin Lloyd talented. Oh, Fantasy Flobo Flo wow, nailed that one. Fantasy Flojo, thank you for joining in. Jesus. I, I so who, uh, why did I decide to run this when I can barely speak on a regular basis? So You were doing fine until that. I know, until until <laughs> Flojo showed up and I'm like um when you're looking at Washington, you want to solidify that defense, especially because I think they're losing uh, what's-his-face in the deep. Oh, my God, dude. Joe, um, Joe Oli's going to kill me. Uh, but I think they end up going Malik Willis here. Personally, I think that would be fun as hell. I agree. I, I don't think yeah. that would be a bad pick at all. I think you get uh, – yeah, definitely. Malik Willis. I don't and, and this is not to overlook – what I believe Sam Howell has to be incredible talent and a fun style. But well, that's oh sorry. The, te- the teams that are we are projecting to take quarterbacks here just don't fit that style. I, I just want to throw that out there because Sam Howell's still on the board. Yeah, I mean Sam Howell at one point was talking about being the number one overall pick in the draft. The cool thing about this draft for like the first time. Is you're picking for what you want, like what you don't. You're not necessarily like you can. We've done a couple spots where it's get the best available because they're there and you need it. But there's also spots where it's like, hey, uh, we really like this guy. We can go for Malik Willis right now, even though people have, have him like evaluated in like the twenties to like Pittsburgh. So that that's what's kind of nice about this. That's what makes this draft class interesting. Appreciate the draft class for that. Right. Absolutely. Anyway. I'm just going to hide that so we can see. Minnesota Vikings. 
This is a spot earlier I mocked Sauce Gardner going to because I think I had Trent McDuffie going earlier. Um, I, I could see them. They need they need help in that secondary too. They yeah. could also use help in that offensive line and edge and I guess a uh, transition plan for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, um, I think again I'm gonna gonna go with Karloftis here. <laughs> Drew, Drew was like, "You better fucking draft my man get right now." At some point, and the Vikings have lost a lot of that intimidation factor on their defensive line. A lot of that oomph that they were always known for at that position. And I think Karloftis is a really good, almost prototypical kind of player. Like I said, I love his sense of where the quarterback is and. His skills are undeniable, and I think that it would help bring a lot of life back to a dead Vikings defensive line. Zach, I'll agree. Fuck. All right, Jordan Loftus. I was going to try to convince you on someone else just to Thank you. George Karloftis. <laughs> he just doesn't get picked in the first round. Yeah, yeah George Karloftis, consensus first-round pick, except for Boda Sports. He's a fucking fifth. <laughs> Uh, all right, so my Browns are on the clock. We're looking at wide receiver and defensive line help. Like I have said, you're either going to set Baker up for success. If not, you're going to set the next guy up for success the year after. I made it very open that I want one of these two guys. Uh, but this is where it kind of comes down to preference. This is one of the things I was talking about. Do you want a big body wide receiver in Drake London who is athletic, who plays A.J. Brown-esque, uh, he was a former basketball player. He actually played, I think his freshman year at USC playing basketball. Or do you want a Garrett Wilson who is a little more elusive plays like the Justin Jefferson, you know, Jamar chase type. It's all about your personal preference. I lean towards keeping Garrett Wilson in Ohio, but Drake London's fucking phenomenal too. I like Garrett Wilson. I do. Yeah. I, I would tend to agree with you. I mean, I feel like that, that, style of wide receiver fits your offense better i agree zach and we're moving on to the ravens they're gonna pick a kicker <laughs> no, um, so ravens need some defensive back Justin help marcus peters, <laughs> marcus peters wanted the bag soon enough which could be here or there uh that'll be another debate for another time McDuffie. and some defensive this line is help easy mcduffie and McDuffie. his name even sounds like he belongs on the ravens i don't know why you know what's but- yeah, Fred McDuffie sounds like a Raven. You know what's fucked up is no matter where the Ravens end up in the draft, they always seem to find like a good player in their lab. Lamar yeah, Jackson at 32. True. Like, true. fuck off. All Shot right, double Eagles. Home. All right, the Eagles. We're looking at two picks in a row for the Eagles after some good moves, and then they're picking again at 19. Jesus, give me some Devin Lloyd on this pick. The Eagles need Devin everything Lloyd. on defense. Yes, I, I'm agreeing with Zach. I think Devin Lloyd is the right pick here. I think solidifying the middle of the field is huge. 100%. Devin Lloyd, easy number one. All right, now number two. Do you get the wide receiver to pair with Devonta Smith? Do you get a nice tackle to replace your aging line? Um, Jamison Williams is there, who is an AC injury. Uh, do you get a tackle? Band? Do you get Andrew <laughs> Booth? I mean, the world's your oyster. Uh, I think you go double linebacker here. I think you get Nicobe Dean. Ooh. 
I think you go double back here. I think you you solidify you really solidify that. You want you you want to talk about solidify? We gonna fucking solidify. <laughs> I'm almost certain Nakobe Dean and Devin Lloyd play a similar position, so it's gonna be interesting to see how they line that up. That's all right. Throw them both out there. Fuck it. I'm sure one of them. We need a fullback. One of you two get on the field. <laughs> all right, now the Chargers are on the clock. Uh, oh, no shot. At um, I can't think Josh Palmer, but they do need a wide receiver. Mike Williams, I'm like I said, I'm expecting to come back. I hate, London, I hate that. What did they need a wide receiver? No, no, no. I hate that they're this is this is the spot that that Drake London is going to get picked up because that oh, yeah, just no, makes so much that makes so much sense. Oh, that like him, Keenan Allen, imagine? and Mike Williams. Oh my god. So you're giving you're giving Justin Herbert two big body wide receivers, Keenan Allen and Speed through the middle. That yep. is fucking unbelievable. Yep. Not against you, like I'm saying, that's like there's no way you can pass Drake London at that spot. No, no. absolutely not. No, absolutely. Uh, although I would say scheme wise, I do think now that we made that pick, Jamison Williams or Olave would have made more sense to have someone to take that like. Second part of the field out because you already have a stretch. But you know what? We're going to leave it be. We're going to leave Drake London there to the Chargers, which I hate. I hate hey. that that's like hey. making it big. It, it sucks for me. But anyway, we're going to move forward. We're on to New Orleans. Sam Howell. Yeah, I'm tending yep. to agree with you. I think Sam Howell is the easy pick yep. here. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that was fucking all right. Was my pick's coming right. up. I'm so happy. I don't even think that would need any explanation. <laughs> No, honestly not. All right, so the Eagles' last pick of the first round at 19. Go down. One more linebacker. Score it out now. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, there it is right there. Oh, stop that. Can you nope. green? No. Go up. They need a cornerback there. Andrew Booth out of Clemson. Yes. Okay. I like that, or I like Trayvon Walker, whichever way you want to go. I, I have no preference over either. I'm going to say Booth. I'm going to say Booth now that we've done two linebackers for them. I've said this, and I, I really don't have any justification as to why. For some reason, Andrew Booth feels like he's going to fall to day two. And I, I have no justification, but it's just one of those things like you feel in your gut, and it tells you, like, yeah, he's, he's not going to last there. I don't know why. I have no fucking rhyme or reason, but here we are. Now, <laughs> here's where we get to an interesting spot. Because you have Sam Howell just off the board there, which would have fit very well, I feel like, in the Pittsburgh system. Air it out kind of quarterback. But Bernard Raymond there is a tackle. They need a tackle. And when you're talking about quarterbacks, you still have your pick of the litter for what you would want. Do you want to get a Desmond Ritter? Do you want a Matt Corral? <laughs> I'm going to save my thoughts on Carson Strong. Um you have the option. Would you rather stay in the trenches or would you go for a quarterback? Nope. We are we are staying with that offensive line. We need to rebuild it before any thoughts of finding a franchise guy. Go sign Marcus Mariota, fucking whatever. Um, yeah. Get a transition quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I I think who's the best tackle left? Who do we have? Bernard Raymond. Yeah, do that. Zach, agree? Yes. <laughs> Draft him. <laughs> do it. 
What's I clip of his profile? It's not loading. There we go. All right. So Bernard Raymond is now a Steeler. Cool. Kill me. Um, now Zach, we're on to the Patriots, and you have your options. You got James Williams. You got Alave. You've got Kenyon Green if you really want it, I guess. But Trayvon Walker, Trevor Penning's phenomenal. You wanted him. Devontae I, Wyatt, who I will say off the gun, is the best defensive interior player out of Georgia at Jordan Davis. Um, what are you going to do here? This is so tough. I mean, you have you have an Alabama homegrown, like Patriots farm system wide receiver and Jamison Williams. <sighs> really like Chris Olave. I think Chris Olave would be great in the Patriots offense. Oh, I, I don't know. It's really tough here. It's really tough. Um, just just seeing the, the, the school makes me go Jamison Williams here. Love it. Get the Bama connection. That's a receiver like that. he's worked with. Do it. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? Damn. And the thing with Jamison Williams is you're going to have to wait. Like, you're going to have to wait a little bit. He had an ACL injury. But, oh, no, you have to wait till like, week six until he, like, produces. Whoa, no. Right. I mean, it's we're not again. It's not a win now, win now mode, anyways. So, all right. Well, now we're on to the Raiders. Can't wait for them to screw this pick up with whatever we say, and then whatever they end up doing. Because basically, what the Raiders are like, oh, Chris Olave's there. Uh, Trevor Boring. Trayvon Boring is really good. I don't want to hear shit. All right. All right so, wide receiver, defensive interior, linebacker, and cornerback. They got, they got, they got, they got, they got, he's a day two pick. What are we doing here, boys? What's the play? Just want to let you know, I got to get off after the Packers pick because I I got to go to bed. No worries, Drew. Zach and I will pick it up. Yep. Uh, I go best talent here, wide receiver, Chris Olave. Chris Olave ends up ruining his career in Las Vegas. So we're moving on to Arizona. They need offensive line help inside guard center. They need a cornerback and they need some interior help on the defense. I I think I, I if we're look I think the Cardinals need to go guard here, honestly. They, Can you they green? need yeah. Zach, is that an agreement? Correct. Kenyon Green. All right. Dallas, interesting one here. Offensive line, defensive line, and linebacker. I could see them going Trevor Penning here. Um, I could also see them easily going Devontae Wyatt. I think it's between these two in my mind. I agree. I'm going to go Penning. I'm going to say Penning's my pick. I was going to go with that, too. I... I... The Cowboys you know, they, have they always draft. emphasized offensive line. That's, yeah, that's, true. that's the way to go. Penning. All right. Now the Bills could use a wide receiver. They also need some defensive interior help. Devontae Wyatt is still right there. Um, what are we going to do with that, though? Are you are you willing to take a DT this? Not early, I guess. I mean, it's 25, but, you know. I, I think they have to go DT here. I, I think the need at wide receiver is a little exaggerated, to be honest with you. They got some solid pieces at wide receiver. Um, yeah, it's not like they couldn't fill either. Right. 
I think you go Devontae Wyatt here. I'm with it. With it 100%. All right. Now, I've got an interesting one for this one, but you're, we're going to look at this. They need tight end. They need guard. They need center, and they need edge in Nashville. What are you guys thinking? Trayvon Walker, David Ajabo, who's a very interesting case. Jermaine Johnson, who had a phenomenal uh, senior bowl. What's the play here, boys? Hmm. What's the play? Are you fucking kidding me? The Bucks, the Bucks need more wide receiver help. Are you sure, PFF? <laughs> okay. Want to scroll down for me a little bit? Yeah. Thanks. Tell me when to stop. Just gonna keep scrolling. <laughs> keep going. Uh, that's the thing. No one's really sticking out to me. There, there's no, there's no need. I like Jermaine Johnson. I think that the Titans need to continue improving. Um, made a huge step last year in their quarterback pressures department. And mm-hmm. I think that Jermaine Johnson would uh, help with that even further. And I think that that's a good route to to uh, pursue. So I love the Jermaine Johnson pick. I do think he's a first-round talent. Let me say what I would think would be the pick. And that is my man Desmond Ritter of S- Stop me if you heard this. A mobile quarterback with a big arm who makes decent decisions. Sounds like an easy transition, eh? Yeah, you'd imagine. But I think you're right. I think we're talking Rabel. We're talking fucking prioritizing defense. Let's get Jermaine Johnson on the Titans. Yes, sir. All right. Buccaneers. Apparently, they don't need a corner quarterback. That's interesting. Uh, wide receiver and defensive interior help. So, obviously, Traylon Burks is still sitting there. Um, I'm not really in love with anybody around there, though. I mean, I guess they can go for a Jordan Davis, but it's not like the thing about Jordan Davis is he's phenomenal. He's a big athlete. He's he's a monster of a human being, but he's really only useful in like run stopping, which is an aspect of the game. But is it worth taking at the 27th pick in the first round. Well, and that's also the thing is that the Bucks have one of the best run defenses in the league. They don't that's not something they need to solidify right now. Exactly. So it, it's no. it's a tough thing for them where a lot of these back end teams have good run defense, so it's like why even prioritize someone like him? Good point, Zach. Good fucking point. I'll drink out of this pink bottle well, of that. Why don't they go quarterback then? Quarter? Yeah. Ooh, we're getting a little spicy, a little quarterback. I don't know. I, if, if I were the if I were the Bucks, I go corner here. I would solidify your cornerback room because it, it has it has been lacking the last two seasons. Yes, they did it win. Was, it was very good two seasons ago, and last year they were fucking hurt all year. So if there's I, someone, I still like, I still would I still would go in and get help there. for them. Especially where you have injuries, Multiple you go and get another guy. You can game. slip, slip yeah. in the rotation. I mean, you're, you're, if you're looking at a dude who's a six foot, almost two hundred, like corner, I think that's a game changer alone. Like, I would take Jalen Petrie for that. Go for it. Go for it. All right, Drew, this is your pick, and then you go to bed. All you obviously the big one staring at you right there, Traylon, but you also need some offensive line help. Now I'm here's not worried the about the offensive line. I'm, I we did phenomenal last year for our woes on the offensive line. We had everyone step up when they needed to. 
we have some young guys that I'm very excited about coming back this year. So I'm going to, I'm going to stray away from the offensive line here. I think this is a situation where you have to go wide receiver. Um, you're already looking at a couple very talented wide receivers leaving in free agency. Trey Long versus. Trey Long. Yeah. Trey Long Fuck, versus. I love Trey Long Burks. All right. Well, Drew, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, go get some thank sleep, you for baby boy. Having me. I will. I will. And uh, I will talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye. 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 All right. Drew couldn't uh, stay on for four more picks, Zach. So it's you and me. Uh, or sorry. Yeah. Four more picks. So. Looking at Miami, obviously wide receiver is like a need. I feel like offensive line yeah. should be ahead of wide receiver. Offensive line should be ahead of wide receiver, especially after getting um, Jalen Waddle. I, I mean, he he him alone is going to make up that that lack of production in the wide receiver room. Um, and if Jalen Waddle is the go to man, then we they could put Devontae Parker back in that second spot, like he should have been this entire time. Mm-hmm. So. I'm. At this spot, then with that, I'm gonna say they go Boston College two drafts in a row, and they get a Zion Johnson, who has been called the most NFL ready guard in this draft class. Which it's unfortunate because you're looking at it and you see like all these tackles like up here, like penning and all that. And it would be nice to get a tackle to help, but you might as well solidify the inside of the line and a guy who I believe played some center. Um, don't quote me on that, but he's a guy you can pivot between the two, like crucial positions on the inside. So I'm going to say Zion Johnson, but I want, I don't know. I don't want to, right. I don't want to um, jump. I mean, no, 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 you're good. No, I mean, I definitely think offensive line here is, is the move for the Miami dolphins. Um, if you know, you're solidifying that inside, it's going to allow um, Tua to, uh, it's going to allow Tua more time to throw the ball. And it's also going to allow him to, you know, see what's going on in front of him. Um, and it's going to help him to, um, I guess I help him stay inside the pocket more. You know, he scrambles and he's not as good. Mm-hmm. He, he needs to sit in the pocket and throw the ball a lot more. Um, and getting a guard to solidify the inside would help him a lot with that. I I agree. I want to show you this before we click past it. Daniel mm-hmm. Falele out of Minnesota. His stats, right? He's well, a dude who had a rough senior week. Or, uh, he's a dude who had a rough senior bowl, but... Look at that. That's crazy. I, I now realize we are recording this on audio. Daniel Falele, for those who don't understand this uh, or aren't watching this, is six foot nine, 180 pounds of human being, which does play against him, but um, only in the aspects of like, you know, injury. <laughs> who cares about but uh, what the what they need, though, I believe you're we are both right is Zion Johnson. So now we're moving on. We're talking about Kansas City. This is a position where I'm sure they would have loved to have had that Traylon Burks pick. But do they yeah, get how many more wide receivers, receivers are they going to draft? I, I they have to go cornerback here. They have to go corner. I agree. So you're I mean, thinking Kyrie Long out of fucking Florida. I mean, that's you know that's where it comes into question best available talent versus fit for them. And right now on our big board, best available talent is going to outweigh anything that they, you know, need schematically. So I would go, no, I I wouldn't even go defensive line. I mean, 
the defensive line is what, what held them up last season. It, it really worked for them. It's the secondary that that got them burnt, and they have to they have to draft someone at that cornerback slot. Alaman is. I'm sure I'm butchering his name. I forget how to actually say it. But solid cornerback out of Florida. Really like that pick. All right, Bengals. Now I'm gonna say this Wide before we take again. this pick. <laughs> I'm gonna say this before we take this pick. Uh, I don't think the Bengals are gonna have this pick. I think they're gonna like they're gonna trade for. Um, oh my God, who was the who was the gas mask in Houston? Who was the lineman who did the gas mask with the fucking bomb? I have no idea. All right. Well, I think they're going to end up trading this pick to Houston for that lineman that I can't think of right now. Laramie Tunsil. Um, Laramie Tunsil. I don't think they'll have, I think Laramie Tunsil ends up being what would have been their 31st overall pick. Um, All right. So that's I'm not terrible. Effectively, we'll, for the purpose of this, we'll say it is the Bengals pick. In James's mind, this is the Texans pick, but we're going to say they need offensive line. There's not a lot of talent left. Right. Kind of an issue. So, so we, you know, we're, we're picking this as the Bengals, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, if, if, if we're looking at that, we still have the pick and we're not getting, you know, any, any, any tackle help in this spot. I would scroll all the way up, you know, Oh, yeah. I mean, we're 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 diving down deep here. You can get better talent at your position rather than getting a tackle at this spot. Um, I don't know. I would go. I would go back. I would look on the defensive side of the ball. Okay. It was a very so opportun- like- I would. I, it was a very opportunistic defense last year, but it's not gonna. It's not gonna hold. Trey Hendrickson. Hey, Trey Hendrickson. Hey, wow. What the hell? Trey Third Hendrickson was. Yeah, I know. Hendrickson was great, but is he going to be able to continue his production? I think you're going to see a little regression. I think adding a guy like Trayvon Walker on this defense would be huge. Okay. I respect that. Trayvon Walker. I'll take it. Now we're back with the Lions. Reminder earlier, they went eight and So at this point, they'll need a quarterback, a wide receiver, quarterback. They don't need wide receiver. They have Amon Ross Brown. They're fine. They do oh, have. Desmond. They also people are forgetting. Like Desmond Ritter's a solidified pick. I'm fine with that. I'll lock that in. All right. I, I, people are people are talking about this. Like Amon Ra. You know I'm high as hell on Amon Ra. I was hyping him up for fucking how long? And then he even shared our shit like way back. Um, I'm gonna say like let's not forget that Quintus Cephas. Or Quentin Cephas had like a really good run at the beginning of the year before an injury. They have two talented wide receivers already. They're looking better at that position than people give them credit for, especially yeah. considering that they have Hawk, who once again had a great beginning of the year but fell off. Um, so quick rundown. We're gonna go. I'm gonna go through this quickly. For the Jags, we went Evan Neal, and then followed by Aiden Hutchinson to Detroit. Bless you, Kyle Hamilton to the Texans. Ika McQuanu to the Jets, Stingley to the Giants, bless you, Cross to the Panthers, Linderbaum to the Giants, solidifying that offensive line. Kayvon Thibodeau ends up falling to eight to the Falcons. The Broncos get Kenny Pickett as the first quarterback off the board. Sauce Gardner goes at the second pick to the Jets. Malik Willis goes to 11 to the Commanders. 
Karloftis ends up in Minnesota. Garrett Wilson stays in Ohio with the Browns. Trent McDuffie falls into the lap of the Raiders. The Eagles take Lloyd and Nicobe Dean back-to-back. Then Drake London falls and goes to L.A. for the Chargers. Sam Howell is the new quarterback in New Orleans. Andrew Booth of Clemson ends up being the last pick for the Eagles. Bernard Raymond for the Steelers, solidifying the trenches. Jamison Williams is the Patriots wide receiver, one of the future. Chris Olave right after that to the Raiders. Poor bastard. Kenyon Green ends up in Arizona. Trevor Penning solidifying what used to be one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Devontae White is the first defensive tackle off the board in Buffalo. <gasps> Jermaine Johnson <laughs> ends up as an edge in... I'm not doing this again after this. This is fucking dumb. <laughs> ends up as the edge in Tennessee. Jalen Petrie going to the Bucks. Burks to the Pack. Zion Johnson keeping fucking Tua safe in Miami. Kair Alam going to Kansas City. Trayvon Walker, best available Putch that defense, Bengals, and then Ritter ends up as QB1 in Detroit. Jesus, that was a lot to say. Yeah, that uh, was I'm a lot. Save that. Yeah, I'm going to save that. And you I'm did a fantastic that. job. I'm surprised I got through that in almost one shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to post that on the story or on our actual Instagram tomorrow. I'll get that saved up. And uh, wow, this is, yeah, and, and again, you know, this is our first mock draft. We'll be coming up. Right. With there there are some dudes. There are some dudes, especially next week. We'll be talking about this at the um, uh, combine. Who are going to rise and who are going to fall? And I'll tell you, Carson Strong. Get ready for him to free fall. But uh, all right, that's all I can say about that for now. He has a really fucking all right, well, stupid knee. <laughs> I, I I'm very excited to watch the combine. I'm ready to you know. I'm ready to see these guys in actions. Obviously, Jamison Williams, my first pick, I guess, uh, will not be in attendance, obviously. Yeah, rehabbing that ACL. But, but, uh, shout out Greg. Uh, fucking Tariq Woolen will be at the combine, and he's an athletic freak. He's a wide receiver converted into cornerback. So, some team is going to take a shot on him and end up with a digs like corner. Kid's very talented, super good impress. Could be a patriot or a future patriot. Uh, him and I have talked about that. We both think he might actually end up in New England. So, all right, Stay, have fun with that. Yeah, well, that's a name I'll I'll have to look up. But wow, long episode today, huh? A little bit, yeah. That ended up long. Yeah. I, I did not think it was going to be that long. Whew. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I feel like if it, it flew by, we, we just you know we did we did the draft, talk about it a little bit. But I mean, that was a great first draft. I think. I think we got a lot of it um, pretty spot on. I mean, you know, there were some other, some questionable picks. <laughs> like probably oh, Kobe sure. Dean and Kobe Dean, Devin Lloyd going back to back, probably not going to happen, but. I, I would doubt cool. it, but. Yeah, yeah but. Yeah. It was a good time. Um, Family. Well, yeah, yeah. Everyone. We'll do, we'll do more of these. Thanks. So. I mean, we up. might do some fantasy ones too at some point or something. I don't know. We'll see what we do, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll let you guys know, but uh, we'll let you guys know. But uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was Garbage Time with Boda. Uh, for Drew, who is no longer with us, he's asleep. For James, I'm Soggy Boy. You know where to find us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We are anywhere that you listen to a podcast. We're in your ears. You found us. James? I love it. 
Oh, uh, stay beautiful, and I love you. I love you. Um, stay soggy. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs>